Welcome, dead and lovely listeners, to a brand new Minnesota installment of the greatest horror movie podcast in all the known multiverse. Why, it's Drag and Larblar here with the host with the most. Why, it's me, Uncle Ben. And me, Hollywood Steve. Oh, Hollywood Steve. As you guys may notice, the audio quality is slightly diminished from its usual capacity because we are recording on an Apple iPhone. This is a first for the show, but we just finished watching Pet Sematary, and we went over to my wife's office to a quiet place to record this episode hot off the presses. That way we can give you guys our super dope hot thoughts on this flick. You said right a quiet place. Emily Blunt's in here giving birth to a baby <laughs> silently. <laughs> She's being real quiet like. She's not said a word. Real sneaky. So, yeah, if the audio quality isn't quite up to your usual standards, I'd like to offer you guys a 100% refund on what it costs you to listen to this podcast. So there. All right. So now that we're done with the audio quality portion of our podcast. <laughs> now that you're informed yeah. about the quality of your audio here. We're talking about Pet Cemetery, the new one. The brand new one. We just reviewed the old one on the show uh, the other day. And, you know, we just finished the movie about 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Steve, I want to ask you, what's your first impressions of how you feel about this thing? We're going to go, right. we're going to go. Spoiler non- free first. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. spoilers up mm-hmm. front. And then we'll spoil a shit out of it. So, yeah. I would say that it is a moderate improvement on the 1989 version. Okay. Which is a disappointment because they've had 30 years to think about it. They had plenty of time to practice. Yeah. They had plenty they of time to practice. Plenty of time to at least majorly improve some elements of the storyline. They they did some of the things that I said should have been done with the original. Right. Like cutting out certain elements. So Missy Dandridge, for instance. Yeah. I kept waiting on Missy Dandridge to pop yeah. up. I got nothing. And they did make Pascal uh, a little more... Uh, understandable. They made him less important, which yeah. was which yeah. was a big deal for me. Yes. He was still kind of he's still kind pretty of useless. Yeah, he's still pretty useless, still pretty heavily involved though, but still we'd see him less. Yeah, he has yeah. less of that like guardian angel y like right. why are you doing this stuff to these people yeah. quality to him. But overall I would just say I don't know man, it's it's not it's not a big enough improvement on the original. Yeah. Which is disappointing because the original, as I said just a few days ago, not very good. Right. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a perfect movie by yeah. any means. What would you say to somebody who was like a big fan of the original? Do you think they're gonna like this one? No, they they would see no reason for it. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, don't yeah. think it would improve anything about their viewing experience. Right. Yeah. It's not really so much of like a uh, a new script based on the book. Yeah. Or anything like that, like some yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, yeah. This is basically a remake of the movie. Yeah, almost yeah. like they didn't even take any time to read the book. They just watched the movie several times, and they were like, "Okay, how can we fix this?" Right. Yeah, and yeah. they made some some adjustments that I think were good adjustments. And I think you know, if you did like the original, but not too much, yeah, maybe you'll still enjoy this movie. Yeah. If you like the original a lot, you're just gonna hate this. I would yeah, say. you think so? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of parts in there where I felt like they were direct retreads mm-hmm. of the original in a lot of ways, almost like fan service. Yeah. Uh, but then there's other ways where it, it just seemed to deviate just to be different. I don't think that yeah. I don't think we're spoiling anything by saying you mm-hmm. know the biggest change is that Ellie is the kid that dies. That's in the trailers and stuff, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, uh, 
I think that's a really good change because Ellie can speak. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Gage couldn't. But and ultimately, you could just punt a toddler. Sure. And crisis averted. Yeah. You know, but like a nine year old, (laughs) nine year old kid's got a little bit more facility. True. You could probably punt a nine year old, but it would hurt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't really work well for you. Yeah, I think that that was an okay change. That's one of those things I was not really mad about. Also, kind of. Well, that'll get spoilers, so I won't, I won't talk about that now. There's some changes that they made with Gage's character that I think are cool, too. Yeah. Uh, that kid was less charismatic than Miko, uh, Miko Hughes. Yeah. yeah. He was still adorable. Still just, super cute. It reminded me of Mitch's kid. He did. Yeah, yeah he did. He looked yeah. like Mitch's kid. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought he was super cute. I thought Ellie uh, was a much better actress yeah. than Ellie in the original. Well, I think she that- was... I think that we can just say overall the family unit oh, as a whole was all way better. Like, yeah. it was in the first five minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. I turned to you and I was like, well, the dad is at least a much better actor oh, yeah. this He's time. He's got way more personality, but he looks so much like that I guy. know! He looks so much like him, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. But overall, the family is much more likable, which I think is in the movie's favor. That mm-hmm. was really one of my biggest complaints about the original is, like, yeah. I just don't really give a fuck what's happening to these people. Yeah, they sort of did a likability switch, though, with Judd. Whereas yeah, you, you're, I know. you love Fred Gwynn, but you don't question the fact that, well, he's kind of responsible for all this. With this Judd... You get that he feels guilty, but you don't love him as you don't connect no. to him quite as easily as Fred Quinn. Not that John Lithgow is not easily connected to. Yeah. So like I don't know. Again, how do you mess that up? <laughs> I know. Yeah. And they didn't have him say "rawed" once. They didn't. That's a fine change. No rawed. Yeah, that's a fine change for me. I don't. <laughs> I don't think when you do a remake, you need to pay service to the original. Yeah. But it needs to be, if you're going to not pay service to the original, you need to be way different. You need to be radically different. Yeah. Whereas this movie, it it reminds us of the original when it's convenient. Yeah, that's a great way yeah. to put it. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, the, the way that they played Judd, I wasn't, I, I don't know though. It's like he's such a beloved, like super yeah. charismatic. Yeah ridiculous character yeah that to try to remake that and retread that ground is pretty much a waste yeah, so of time. they had to do it different yeah because yeah. otherwise everybody been like yeah he wouldn't use goose for a win so yeah having him not even do a main accent was i think a refreshing change but yeah. like then why even set it in main yeah just right, to be right. part of the stephen king universe i guess at that right point. yeah what do you think about the pacing of the movie was, i thought it was a little slow and a little it seemed longer to me than the original, though it's shorter. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can I can agree with that in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the pacing of the movie seemed a little. I don't know. I'll put it this way: like I never felt like the movie was really building to some like mega climax. No, it didn't. It always felt like muted. Yeah, not quite as because the original, of course, has those over the top moments. I think they probably didn't want to go over the top, but they went too far back. Yeah, they muted it too much. Well, the thing about the pacing in this that I think didn't really work too well for me too is pretty much as soon as the movie starts, they start introducing the weird elements where it's like we get the Zelda flashbacks like right away. We get the weird kids walking through the cemetery and their creepy masks, which I, think, I don't think are creepy. I think that's beneficial to it because it establishes that the area is creepy. Yeah, which okay. helps because. They didn't do a lot of the things I said should have been done with the first one. They they kept a lot of stuff in there that isn't directly connected with the pet cemetery. Yeah. So by making it seem like, well, just the area itself is weird yeah. helps to sort of explain why some of the other weird stuff not connected to the cemetery happens. Right. Though uh, most of that stuff is cut or muted or... 
I mean, other than Pasco, mm-hmm. it, it's mostly it's mostly just about the cemetery and the burial ground. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Though the Zelda stuff's still there, and she still does seem to have flashbacks about it. It seems more like I don't know, more like they're that's something in her head. Yeah, that I keeps agree. happening yeah. when she gets scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the visual effects and stuff? Not as good as the original. I know, right? It's insane. I know. How how uh, Pascal didn't look better. Like, right. the original looked great. Not yeah. to say that it would be easy to improve on that, but 30 years later, Pascal should have looked at least as good. Yeah. Instead of... It, it looked really fake. Right. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It was almost like they tried too hard to make it look brutal one, or something. One of, it, one of his eyes... The iris was red. Yeah. That doesn't have... It's not particial hemorrhaging like the whites of your eye can become red oh right right yeah yeah yeah. but your iris doesn't become (laughs) red that was weird medical inaccuracies medical inaccuracies yeah but uh i mean i mean let's just get through the spoiler free soon because i think yeah uh, we've gotten as in deep as we want to would i recommend it I don't go to theaters to see it i would say yeah unless you're a pet cemetery super fan who was so disappointed by the original, but only by tiny little mini mistakes. <laughs> and that is a very oddly specific Yeah, you have to be a very specific person who's like, man, Pet Cemetery would be the best movie ever if you just cut Missy Dandridge out. Yeah, right. Yeah. You show up to this and you're like, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Took out Missy, no problem. Yeah. You know what I really wish they would have done, though? What's that? Is because they did kind of modernize it and stuff and mm-hmm. obviously set it in the current yeah, time. Yeah, there's cell phones in there. There was a SpongeBob cartoon. So, That's true. You know, it's modern era. Right. <laughs> I think what would have been awesome is like, if the family would have had like an Amazon Alexa, but instead of being called Alexa, it was called like the Amazon Missy. And they'd be like, Missy. <laughs> and it spoke with a main accent. Yeah, exactly. And every once in a while I'll just mention how its internal uh, unit isn't working properly. <laughs> I think that definitely would have been a solid homage to the yeah, original, I think. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Like it is kind of a small demographic that I think that that this movie will appeal to. I yeah. feel like if you are a diehard mega fan of the original, which again, we're not really here on the show, yeah, but so. there are people out there that just absolutely love mm-hmm. it. And as we said on our episode, it's full of iconic stuff, but it's just yeah. not really that good of a movie. It's just a, it's a middle of the road sort of movie. Yeah. I think that if you're a hardcore fan, there's probably a lot of stuff about this that you won't really like. Yeah. Because they change stuff kind of just to change it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if you've never seen the original before and you've never read the book, you might think it's okay. Yeah, yeah it might know. be an okay movie. I was maybe. trying to watch it with the mindset. Yeah, of like, I didn't. I tried that too, and I just kept yeah. thinking like it was so similar to the movie that it's hard to separate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, well, yeah. like I mentioned to like one of my students earlier, she's like a twelve-year-old girl. I was like, yeah, you know, after work we're gonna go see that new Pet Cemetery. Uh-huh. She's like, new Pet Cemetery? It's a remake. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I'm old. Yeah. For one. Yeah. But, you know, then it's, I, I, it kind of made me think, like, okay, there's a lot of people that haven't seen the original, mm-hmm. so they're just watching this yeah. as its own movie. So I tried to look at it that way. Yeah. I mean, I think Hollywood's been just expecting that if something's been around for 30 years, they can remake it. And it doesn't matter if the old audience likes it, the new audience will go see it. Yeah. There's new young people that are going to go buy yeah. tickets and stuff like but that. But then so who cares? you get. Movies like the Evil Dead remake, um, or the Halloween, most yeah. recent Halloween, I guess, continuation of one and two. Like, you get those things, and you think like 
well, you don't have to be creatively bereft. Like, mm, you yeah. can make this interesting. Right. So why didn't they? Maybe they could have. Yeah. Yeah, when you said they had 30 years to practice mm-hmm. and it was just a marginal improvement, I think that that is, that's a pretty accurate way of putting yeah. it. The improvements are indeed pretty marginal. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the stuff with the cat better. We'll talk about that more in spoilers. I like the stuff with the cat better. The family yeah. is better. Yeah. But overall, it's not that much better of a movie, mm-hmm. you know? I, I'm not in love with the original. I'm not really in love with this one. The book, no. the book, like I said before, I, I like the book pretty okay. Yeah. And this has a few more references to it. I think if you're a hardcore fan mm-hmm. of the book, like that stuff with the Ellie saying like the great and terrible, right? Like that's all over the book. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. And there's uh, a few other things that are in the book that I noticed, but I don't know. If you're gonna give this thing a, a number score for the spoiler-free portion, where are you putting this thing? You, you read the original. Uh, I get, get four point five for yeah. the original. I'd say this is a five. Yeah. Not much of an improvement. Yeah. yeah. What did I rate the OG? Six? Six. I kind of think I'm just going to put this at six. Yeah. Okay. You know, where it's just Sounds like... Sounds about right. It's not less enjoyable than the original. No. But it's not really that much more enjoyable for me. Like, almost the fact that the original has so much, like, bad acting and cheesy stuff and yeah. raw, raw and right. stuff, like, makes it more entertaining for me mm-hmm. than this. Plus the fact that it's just 80s and it has the yeah. Ramones in it, you know? Yeah. At least you, like... If you watch the first one and you hate it, you really hate it. You watch this movie and you hate it, it's like, eh. Yeah, right. There's nothing yeah. to talk about hating it. It's just like, I don't like it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's it for the spoiler-free portion. Now, here beyond lies spoils. Spoiler! The, the barrier must not be broken. No! Under spoiler territory. All right, so let's get in and just spoil this thing up here, Steve. Yeah. Okay, so like I said, major changes. We've got Ellie coming back from the dead. And, you know, in the original, whenever Gage comes back from the dead, it's kind of at the climax of the movie. Mm -hmm. It's all very sudden. All hell breaks loose. Right. In this movie, whenever Ellie comes back, we kind of have like... Some time with her. It's about 40 minutes left in the movie. Mm. And there's kind of, yeah, some time at home Mm. with... um, uh, Lewis. Yeah, and he talks to her. We get to know what's going on a little bit more. Yeah. And this, I think, is good because it makes it obvious after a while that it's not Ellie. Right, yeah. And so, like, the things that come back from that burial ground, they're not the person or the, the animal they were in the, when they went in. They're inhabited by something different. Right, which, which is a big thing in the book. Yeah, and the first one just sort of misses it because yeah. we don't get – because Gage can't talk. Right. So, like, this one, you get it more clearly. Like, oh, this is not Ellie. Yeah, um, stuff comes back fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. And I, I like the way the uh, the girl playing Ellie uh, portrayed being a dead person. Yeah, just kind of monotone. Sort of just like... Kind of lifeless. Yeah. Lifeless. Exactly. Yeah. Lifeless would be the way <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> she played the corpse very lifeless. Uh-huh. Excelsior. Excelsior. Yeah, I thought that overall she did a much better job. The Ellie in the original I thought was just very annoying. Yeah. Well, I don't think she was quite as good an actress. No. As, as you know, I, I don't know her name. Not Whoever, I, I don't know anyone's name in this except Not for Amy Simmons and um, what's his name who played Judd? John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I like the way that they had Gage in this one kind of have the, the shining psychic abilities. Yes, yeah, he did. And that they, was creepier They that did way. do a sort of shining reference when he was saying, Pascal, Pascal. It was like oh, red. Oh, yeah, red, I guess red. so. I yeah. hadn't thought about that. And he was wearing red pajamas when she picked him up. That's so pretty cool. Sort of a shining reference. I like that. I dig that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think about it that way. They also had an it reference when yeah. they were on the road. Yep. It was 20 miles to Dury. Mm-hmm. Very main. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that was an effective change. Just overall swapping the roles of the kids, I think actually was an improvement. Yeah, it was. On the original. It's um, easier for the for the dead kid to be creepier. I think the Zelda story fits better in yeah. this than the original because in the original it's just like, like it's a flashback and then it's, she's seeing visions. But yeah. in this, like, I think every time we see Zelda, it's just her sort of flashing back in her head or like having these fears manifest in her head. Yeah, it's kind of PTSD-ish. Yeah. And it also kind of explains why she's like majorly freaked out by by death and wants yeah. to shield the children from the concepts of death and stuff like that. I also like that they added the part about Zelda being in the walls. Yeah. Because she, she dies in a dumbwaiter incident yeah. in this. And the idea of her being in the walls and just the the sound of her crawling around in the walls, that's real creepy. I yeah, like yeah I, I did too. You never I think knew what actually, she was. If you like Zelda from the original one, you're not going to dislike Zelda in I this. I agree. Yeah. I think you would still think, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's real creepy. <laughs> they don't really show like the mega creepy face. No, that's right. The, the white chick's yeah. face mm-hmm. as much. Well, that's because... Uh, that that was played by a woman, so it didn't have to cake on a ton of makeup to make her look like a woman. <laughs> it seemed like the effects for her body, like her spine and stuff, yeah. were, they looked practical to me. Yeah, they looked practical, and it did look like spinal meningitis a bit more because mm-hmm. she wasn't yellow. Yeah, so, yeah, all jaundice looking yeah. and stuff. I don't know about the whole idea of like, well, okay, I'll put it this way. I like the idea that she accidentally killed Zelda. That makes yes. it way more like that gives, haunting. Yeah, and that gives reason for her to still have guilt all these years later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know about the whole like she fell into a dumbwaiter. That seems it seems like Zelda was very like bedridden and couldn't really move very much. So yeah. the idea of her walking to get her food. Well it sounded like she crawled over to the dumbwaiter. Yeah. But then how did she end up falling into it? Yeah. Yeah. I, but the idea of like finding your your diseased sister's corpse fall down a dumbwaiter mm-hmm. is very dark and very yeah. fucked and the, up. That, that, the image of it was creepy. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, it, it could have been a, a, a little bit different death, but that wouldn't have gotten her in the walls, like you said, yeah. which to me is very effective. It's a good, yeah, it's a good addition. They should have had something in there where like Zelda was trying to surprise the family by dressing up as Santa Claus at Christmas and right. went down the chimney uh-huh. and got stuck. And they could have had Phoebe Cates play the mom. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely would have been yeah. better. Obviously, that would have um, been better. I, the changes to Judd I think are interesting. They his wife is still dead in this, though yeah. she's not dead in the book. Yeah, I was like, damn it, they had two chances to get yeah. Nora. Norma? Nora? I, Norma, I think she, I don't know that. Um, I haven't read the book. Um, but it, it did sort of pay off because it turns out that Judd took her up to that burial ground and buried her, and then mm. I guess had to kill her. Yeah, um, which is pretty fucking dark. Yeah, that's pretty damn dark. cool. Pretty damn yeah. cool. I like that. And I like, too, that towards the end there, we get little zombie Ellie uh-huh. like transform into her. Yeah, that's that was when it became very clear to me that, oh, this isn't Ellie at all. It might even, not even be the body of Ellie. Like, right, yeah. Because like, it starts to make more sense that this Wendigo has control over this area. Because mm-hmm. he, 
uh, Judd talks about how the natives that lived there all moved. Like, they, they said it was yeah. a bad area. It pieced like, out. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it does seem more like, oh, these bodies, they may just be manifestations of the Wendigo. Right, yeah, more yeah. More than the actual resurrected corpses, but... And I like, too, that they played with... Um, Ellie having this knowledge of all kinds of stuff, having been to the to the afterlife. Yeah, and well, and she's like she's like Nora's in hell. Well, that's the thing dark. that I thought about was like um, I was like when when I sort of realized this is the Wendigo, it's like oh, it could be lying, right? Like it just likes to make people feel fear. Yeah, yeah. So the the idea that there is nothing after this, and that like for people that believe that there's something after this, being confronted with their dead child saying. The only thing after this is hell. Right. That's, you know, obviously going to cause them to be a little bit afraid. Yeah, totally. Absolutely so. Yeah, the way that the ghosts, if you want to call them that, you know, the ghosts of Pascal, the ghosts Mm. of Zelda, and the ghosts of, um, uh, again, damn it, Nora, Norma. Yeah. Fucking it up. Judd's wife. Judd's wife. Mm -hmm. That's something that I do like how they played in this movie. We mentioned on our original Pet Cemetery episode that there's... There's a lot of stuff about secrets and the secrets that people yeah. keep and the guilt that people keep yeah. and stuff that's, like that. That's, it's less about that in this one. Yeah. But guilt. Guilt is definitely to a, be a big thing. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of it kind of honestly reminded me a lot of like uh, The Haunting of Hill House where all these yeah. people that had something terrible happen when they were a kid as an adult, you know, the ghost that haunts them mm-hmm. is kind of like an echo of some shit that happened to them yeah. when they were a kid. I kind of like the idea that, you know, uh, the mom is haunted by this ghost of mm-hmm. Zelda specifically, and yeah. the dad is haunted by ghost of Pascal, mm-hmm. this guy he couldn't save and stuff. But it's cool how none of them really mentions it to each other. Like every time the mom has yeah. like a flash about Zelda, right. she's like, "Oh, uh, uh, nothing was going on." Yeah, and he the dad knows too. about it, but he doesn't know what's going on with her. Yeah, each time. Yeah. yeah, and even when like the uh, Lewis is trying to tell his wife about, you know, this Pascal guy died and knew uh-huh. my name. You know, he, he just kind of mentioned it and she's like, what? And he's like, oh, it's nothing. It's yeah. like these people are keeping their their guilt or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, their ghost, so to speak, yeah. as a secret. Yeah. Which I think is, I think is pretty cool. I like I the way they did that. that. Yeah. One thing I like that they had in here too is, well, okay, I like that they had it, but then I hate that they didn't develop it more. There seemed to be kind of a little bit of a science versus religion Yes. thing going on. Yes, that was definitely going on, and and that those are the character arcs of Rachel and Lewis. Yeah. Lewis goes from someone who has like no belief in any sort of a man of science, right? And and he slowly buys into this supernatural stuff. Yeah, and then uh, she is afraid to confront death, and then. Half, about halfway through, he becomes the one who needs to confront what's happening. Hmm. She slowly gets him to confront what's happening, though the consequences of his actions still play out. Yeah, they die. It is kind of interesting <clears throat> that you have that that kind of like character reversal that goes on in there, where it's like you have the man of science, who's the guy that's like, "Oh no, the afterlife is fine and real, and our daughter is back." Mm-hmm. And then you have the, the the mom who seems to be a lot more religious. Yeah. And she just can't deal with the fact that, yeah. you know, her kid has come back from the dead. Right. So she, she uh, at the beginning, couldn't confront death and now right. can't confront her daughter being back alive. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I wish they would have kind of played with that 
a bit more. Like if there yeah. would have been some more skepticism from Lewis being a doctor and being like, this is impossible, yeah. you know. I would say this movie needed a bit more is the, yeah. is the exact way to put it. Like they, they should have gone around on those knobs and just turned them all up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Just, just goose them up a little bit a little more. Bit, you ain't yeah. going to break nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't got to just roll them all over to A little to bit more into the characters because I wanted to know about the characters, but the movie didn't give me enough, I didn't feel like. Yeah. And then a, li- a little bit more about the area and the Wendigo and stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, also... Maybe just maybe get rid of Pascal completely. I mean, maybe just maybe just get rid of <laughs> just that. nuke it. There's yeah. no reason for it. It did. It just didn't pay off in this one any yeah. more than it paid off in the first one. I mean, honestly, it probably would have better would have been a better thing if like if Lewis, you know, the whole reason he became a doctor, the whole reason he wanted to start saving people's lives is because there was a, a playground accident yeah. with his best friend as a child. And sure, he, was, that he wasn't able to save him. Yeah. And that's and that's the character that haunts. Him well, this whole for a life, char- you know? for a character who is a doctor, in both the original movie and in this one, Lewis doesn't do much doctoring. Not a lot of doctoring in this. No. He tries a little harder to save Pascal. He does, but also, and, and that scene makes more sense. Yeah. By the way, like it all made a whole lot more sense. But when his daughter gets hit by a truck, I recognize that he doesn't immediately run over and start performing CPR or anything. He immediately is like, "What?" But then he runs over. And doesn't start performing CPR, just lifts her up. Now, anybody knows if somebody's been hit, <laughs> there Last might be a neck do. injury. Yeah, yeah. Don't just lift them up. No. Like, but he's a doctor and he just lifts her up. Like, they could have just put a little more thought into right. it and been like, well, he's a doctor. He would immediately run over and try to revive her mm-hmm. instead of forgetting seven years of medical training. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing I, I will say that. I did really love about the movie is mm-hmm. is church. Yeah, it looks so much better, and pl- there was more character to the cat. I know. Yeah, like really, really, like in uh, this one, the cat. I'm not gonna say it's anywhere remotely to this level, but I would uh, say the closest analog I could say would be like Black Phillip from The Witch. Sure. Yeah, where it's okay. like when you watch it back, you're like this cat seems to know what's right. going on. It seems to be like yeah. guiding these events. Like it yeah. guided Ellie out into the road. That's an awesome touch. Yeah, it is. Awesome touch to do that. And even like whenever, um, you know, the cat's like in ju- uh, uh, Gage's crib and stuff right. like that. It's, yeah, it's like creepy. Yeah. Because it's like, what the fuck? And Gage is crying. Like, what's what was the cat doing before? Yeah. Well, it reminds me of those things where they say that like cats will like sit on an infant's chest and like get in sync with their breathing. Right. And like take their breath from and stuff like yeah. that. And sometimes like kids have yeah. died doing that and stuff. Uh-huh. Kind of reminds me of that. And it looked like they greased him up with a little palmade. He had a stylish hairdo. He did, and he also looked a little like Ron Perlman. <laughs> he looked a little. He had he really a Ron did. Perlman mouth and yeah. chin area. Cat and based on Ron Perlman. I, that's always, anything looking like Ron Perlman's got to be awesome. Like, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. That's pretty funny. I did like that they threw in a meta joke about Church's name when Ellie told John Lithgow mm-hmm. that... His name was Church after Winston Churchill. Yeah. And then John Lithgow said, I know a thing or two about Winston Churchill. Because he played Winston Churchill. Oh, no shit. In the crown. Yeah. Well, goddamn. Yeah. That's pretty fucking clever. Yeah, it is. There were also a few other things about this that were, I guess you would say, somewhat meta that I think Mm. played upon the fact that the audience... Has seen the original. Yeah, like I hated he, one of them. He's standing by the bed. I hated that. Okay, so that didn't work for you. I hate it. You know why I hate it? 
Because the movie should not be reminding you that you've seen other movies and that Fair it play. is a okay. movie yeah, yeah, and yeah. that you can think about everything else that's not the movie. It should be drawing you in instead mm. of dragging you out to show you everything else. Because it shows you the shot from under the bed yeah. and then he, like, oh, I saw the first movie, kicks the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not there. But then she does still cut his Achilles tendon, and it's like, come on, just give us the bed thing. The bed thing's scary. It's fine, yeah. Yeah. What if when he looked down uh, at the bed and you saw, like, his bare, his bare ankles exposed, uh-huh. what if he would have been like, I'm not going to go down that road and kick the bed? Yeah. That would have, okay. Oh, wait, what if he would have been like, it's a trap, and it's, kicked it? Jesus. Would that have been better? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's well, the thing, a trap. The thing about that is, too, though, is like, you know, again, this is one of those deals where trailers are just showing us way too much shit yeah, these days. They really are. Where whenever he's up there in his house and he's looking for a little zombie Ellie, and it shows that shot from under the bed, and it's showing us his ankles. I'm like, well, I know he's not fixing to get his ankle cut because in the fucking trailer they show he, he gets his ankle cut on stairs. Oh, really? I didn't see that. One. Yeah, okay. there's a, there's glad a, I didn't watch it. They show in the trailer where he's on the steps, and when? you see the little scalpel come up. It's like it's just right fucking there. Hollywood needs to fire these advertising companies. Like, yeah. they really need to just be like, look, you you're advertising the movie, but you're telling the fucking story. I know of the goddamn movie nobody's gonna come see it yeah well you know that that's kind of the thing though uh we were talking about it on the on the original pet cemetery episode the other day but i was like man there's got to be more to this movie than they're showing us Mm -hmm. because in the movie or in the trailer it's like they show us ellie's the one that gets killed Mm -hmm. they show us like how judd gets his ankle cut like they're showing us so much there's got to be something else to it no really there's not and that is that is very disappointing that is the that was it like this movie maybe if the original never existed maybe i would be like oh this is a good movie yeah but and that's the thing is like i i don't like the original and i bet the people that do like the original won't like this either so it's like if you're gonna make a remake you you can't win over the people who love the original right you need to worry about making a good movie this seemed to kind of like try to get a foot in both yeah didn't it? and i think that's why they hired the directors they hired. Who are the directors? Uh, Dennis Winmeyer and... Anyway, the directors of Starry Eyes and the... Oh, uh, that's Valentine's right. Day... Of holidays. holidays. Yeah. I think they picked them because they have no power, power in Hollywood. I think the studio wow. wanted to make a particular movie. Yeah. So they got two directors who have made a name for themselves as horror directors, but wouldn't be able to say artistic uh, interpretation or creative license right the studio would just be like no you're gonna do it exactly yeah, like this is this. how it's gonna be or yeah. you'll never work in Hollywood again yeah. fuck you mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. you haven't made anything that makes your opinion exactly. totally valid yet so. exactly so that I, makes sense to me, but I expected way. it to be good because of them I think it's bad because they didn't want to have directors with a vision they wanted to have directors who will just do what they said this kind of continues Stephen King's streak of like having weird ideas of what makes a good version, a good movie version of his book. I don't know if he had much to do with it. I wonder if he did. I'd like to know. I just saw where he praised the shit out of it. Yeah, and said he it was did. Amazing. I did see that. I didn't. He didn't praise it. Did you not see what he put out today? No, tell us. I'll read it to you. This is Kate, by the way. Hi. Overseeing 
the podcast here, sitting in the room. Glad she's here to tell us that we wrong. She is I'm my wife. Your wife. He left it vague as if he had gotten a lot of money, maybe. <laughs> well, I'm sure <laughs> No <he did>. kidding. <laughs> no uh, kidding. Here's what he said this morning. Pet Cemetery opens tonight. They don't come back the same. That's oh. uh, that's not really very telling. That's not. That doesn't really give you a whole lot of yeah, data. Yeah, that's not really like, that's not a ringing endorsement any more than. That's just kind of like saying it has the color blue in it. It is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it picture. is a motion yeah. picture. I've read hmm. enough of his columns that I took yeah. it to be like. Yeah, well, no, he chooses his words carefully. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely very carefully. I hate that he wasn't in this movie being a bad actor and looking weird. I'm glad that he wasn't. <laughs> when it comes to that funeral I was scene, I was like. Tarantino would stop putting himself in his movies. <laughs> in as well. Maybe just people shouldn't put themselves in, in yeah. the movies. Yeah, Stanley, you can do it. You sure, because he was charming and, and good on screen. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Oh, Kevin, yeah, Smith? Kevin Smith. Sure, he yeah, can do it. he can do it. He can do it. But you know, whatever. I don't know. It's a. At the end of the day, I think this is just not a movie that I would recommend people go see in the theater. Yeah, you know, I would say I, wait till it's on yeah. a, on a streaming service. I yeah. was going to say wait till it's on DVD or Blu-ray. And I was like, no, not <laughs> no, even then. Not even then. Don't buy it. Yeah, I think this might be a wait till stream. Yeah. You know, it's one of those where I, I don't think that... I don't think it's one of those where it's like, you should see it now before it gets spoiled. Right. The trailer already fucking did it. There's nothing to spoil. If you've no. seen the first one... I mean, the ending's a little different. Yeah, let's talk about that ending a little I, bit. I liked it, but that's because I just hated the original ending, and I think that it's a little bit better, but not great. So you like it better that... Zombie Ellie basically wins. Yeah, and she drags her mom up there. How the fuck did she drag her up all those that big pile of sticks and brambles? Well, this is well. First off, she's she's an incarnation of the Wendigo. I mean, we yeah. saw her exhibiting strength. Yeah, like yeah, she yeah. Sort of burst through that door. And strength stuff. beyond strength, Pantera yeah. style. Yeah, but it happened. We don't know how quick it happened, but it happened within less than eight hours. Yeah, because it was dark when that started, and dark whenever. They then kill uh, Lewis, right? And then I guess I guess there is some like I, I found some humor in the fact that Gage is the last one alive. Yeah, I know he's the first one to die. Original. That's true. That I found some humor in that, and yeah. also I don't know the look on his face was kind of. Funny. Like, like oh, classically, shit. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but he's a <laughs> little toddler. Yeah, funny. yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know that the ending is better. Like, I like mm-hmm. the idea that in, in the original ending, where you have Lewis who mm-hmm. has fucked everything up yeah. and has gotten his wife killed, but he still just keeps fucking it up. It's yeah. like he has to try to fight so hard against. Yeah death and finality that even yeah. though he knows it's not going to work he still tries to bring you back like, I do I do I like, like that I like that but as I said in the the full uh, podcast on that what I think would have been better was him walking down the trail then go to the montage bit and then fade to black like yeah we get he's not learned his lesson right uh, but you're right that is a better ending the, it is a better ending to have that where he just hasn't learned his lesson but yeah. in this one I think it's good that he learns his lesson, but doesn't get to ignore the consequences. Well, what I don't understand though is okay in the in the OG and in the in the book and stuff like that. Gage comes back. Gage is like a demon, wants to kill right. everybody. But it seems like in this, it's like Ellie comes back. Ellie wants to create a legion of zombies. Well, she wants to not be alone. I think in hell. Yeah. Yeah. 
a thing. I just don't really feel it. Don't either. You know? I didn't feel much at all for it. <laughs> just in general? Yeah, it was. It really was. And, and like, I'm a dude who's a, a real easy crier. Right, yeah. Not yeah. even close in this movie. There was no point where I was, like, even emotionally affected. Didn't even think the room had got dusty at some point. No. Not even once. Nobody was slicing onions anywhere near me. No allergens? No, uh, nope. No, it was, I just wasn't affected by Nary it. Nary a thing. Yeah. I'll say things, other things that didn't do as well as the original. The burial ground didn't look near as sick as the OG. No. And it just in the walk yeah. to the cemetery didn't right. look anywhere as Because good. the original was actually shot in Maine. Yeah. And everything was shot outside in actual spaces. You could smell the lobster. Yeah, you could feel like you could feel that it felt natural. In this, it's obvious it's on a soundstage. Yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely felt that way. And there's computer, like manipulation of the lighting and stuff that just yeah. doesn't look good. No. Mm-mm. Like, surprisingly, I wonder how much they spent on this. Yeah, I wonder. That they couldn't have just... I don't know. They also kept using smoke effects to cover that it was a oh, sound Oh, dude, there's stage. just smoke fucking everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely it everywhere. It just makes it look so much more fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What? what is this? What swamp have you been to where it's smoky everywhere? <laughs> the old smoke swamp. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't look near as good as that. I wasn't really nuts about how all of that stuff looked. Yeah. I don't really get into the kids wearing spooky masks. That's not creepy to me. Also, that well, it didn't way pay too off. early in the movie. It didn't, no. it didn't mean anything. No. It's just like the creepy masks were supposed to be creepy in and of themselves. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe if you're a 14-year-old yeah. and you've never seen any scary movies or anything, maybe yeah. you think that's spooky. But I would have liked that they had subverted it a bit. If the kids had been that way and then on the way back, they're just acting like kids with the masks off and we see like, oh, there's nothing to fear about that. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been more to the message yeah. of there's nothing to fear about death. Right. And that this is a celebration of the life and the remembering this pet or whatever. Yeah. They could have done that and it would have made it way better. Like not made the movie way better, just yeah. the inclusion of the kids in the mask. Right. I think a lot of people watching this will just without a doubt say that Ellie had derp face after she came back. She did and it looked bad. The makeup looked bad. Like you could see the edges around her nose of yeah. the makeup and it was like she kinda again. had this like this like mush down eye. Yeah. You know, it, like in the 1989 version, the effects looked better. Yeah, like you, how can you screw up the effects at this point? I mean, one thing that they that they did okay is, you know, in the original, when you've got a toddler that gets hit by a semi truck, uh-huh. he's gonna look like strawberry jelly all over that road. Yep. He's just gonna be vaporized. Right. And in this, they just kind of had the tanker of the truck. Yeah, he gets like the truck jackknife, and the tanker yeah. slides off and slides into her, which. Yeah, that would probably kill her, but not yeah. pulverize her. And also do yeah. stuff like disfigure her skull right. and stuff like yeah. that, which is why her eye looks fucked up, which I understood. But I think a lot of people would be like, oh, she has derp face. Like, she I does. see, I see memes coming. Oh, sure. I see memes are coming with that one right there, you know? Yeah. There are some things that I liked okay. Like, I like that, that part where um, after Ellie comes back and Lewis is, like, talking to her as he's, like, tucking her into bed uh-huh. and she's like... Am I dead? And right. he's like, no, you're, you're okay. You're fine. Yeah. And there had been this theme, you know, about like kind of lying to the kids to keep them safe from the truths right. of life and death and all this kind of stuff. And that particular conversation I thought was really well done because I was like, is he lying to her or lying to himself? Yeah, it seemed point? like he was lying to himself for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she he, knew and he was trying to deny it. Yeah. Like he didn't want it to be true. I thought that that was, that was well played. Right. I thought... Um, soundtrack, 
completely forgettable to me. It was yeah. it was fine. It never the, felt very intrusive. The Ramones but. cover at the end just it, the Ramones cover at the end actually has the same energy as the movie. Just yeah. sort of a lazy attempt at a punk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, that's, that's pretty much how I would sum this, it up. Yeah. You took out the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. You took out the Ramones. Yeah, the Ramones. Oh, the Ramones. I don't want to be buried. That's <laughs> not in punk rock. It's more slick and well produced, but that ain't no punk no. rock and roll. No, I couldn't deal with it. Um, I, yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like the movie. Yeah, like, I, I there are a few small things that I, I wrote down that are maybe worth talking about in a longer episode, but yeah. Yeah, we've I done spalted. There's much to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, eh. yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, you know, I don't know. I I might even like the original more than this one, just because might, it's it's cornier. I might. Th- I, think I can at least I like think it's laugh a little bit it. better done movie. Yeah. but it's not as enjoyable to watch. Right. Yeah, for a movie that like Pet Cemetery, I watched a million times because I edited it and it yeah. took tons <laughs> of shit out. Like I watched it a million times, and now like. Just thinking about it, it's like, yeah, I'd rather watch that. Yeah. I'd definitely rather watch that again. I mean, at least you can watch it and be like, oh, he's that raw yeah. again. The raw. Yeah, he's yeah. raw. God. This is kind of joyless. He's joyless, In yeah. a lot of ways. Joyless. That's kind of how it kind of sounds. Yeah. It's pretty joyless. Yeah, I think they wanted to go darker, and they were like, well, joyless, right? Right. No. That's the way they do <laughs> That's it. That's how you do it. Yeah. Actually, to go darker, you need the joy so you can hit the dark. Right, yeah. And this gets none of that. Yeah. Well... You got any other further thoughts about this, no, Steve? Yeah, this I think is, I think I pretty much laid down what me. I want to say about it. Yeah, yeah, I think wait for rental is yeah. probably a pretty pretty safe bet with this one. Uh, you guys, be sure to let us know what you think. If you're watching this on the YouTube, let us know in the comment section below. Or if you're listening to the podcast, be sure to let us know on the Facebook group. Yeah, or anywhere, Instagram, Twitter, etc. We everywhere. We got at Dead Lovely Pod on the Instagrudles, yeah. on the Twiddles. Yeah. We got that Dead and Lovely Horror Movie Podcast group. We do. And we got the email, mm-hmm. deadandlovelypod at gmail.com. Man, I can't wait until somebody finally ponies up and hires like a skywriter to write above my house. Yeah. I thought it was okay, six out of ten. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'll see it in the sky and be like, <laughs> I know what they meant. Hey, listen to the Pet Cemetery episode. I'm still waiting, and Somebody you guys. who lives two doors down is like, I knew it. And then he goes into his bunker and never comes out. He's like, that's the sign. Yeah. God said he would give me a sign, and that's it. Well, thank you guys, as always, for listening. Be sure to rate and review on the iTunes. Takes us a long time to make you a show. It just takes you a second to write us all a review on iTunes. We sure would appreciate it. Yes, sir. Helps to show up on all them them lists and uh, search engines and, and so on. For real. So forth. Etc. Yep. So thank you guys for listening. We will catch up with you guys next week with our Jakob's Ladder episode. Jakob's Ladder. So you guys be sure to tune in for that. You guys have been just absolutely fantastic. Thanks so much for listening. We've been Uncle Ben. And Hollywood Steve. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.